got a new member or two in our Toastmasters club. They're working through the Toastmasters education program called Pathways. They've selected their paths. As they get ready to give their icebreaker speeches, I've been asked for advice. What do you tell someone who's getting ready to give their first speech in Toastmasters? Today, we'll talk about how I coach someone or how you can look at your first speech and what not to expect. Do you dream of changing the world? With a goal that big, you need the leadership skills and public speaking expertise to make that dream come true. Toastmasters is dedicated to teaching those skills in a fun and safe environment. This is Toastmasters 101 Podcast, and I'm your host, Kim Cragy. Have you heard the statistic out there that 90% or so of members join Toastmasters to learn public speaking? I believe it. In the past couple of months, we've got three new members in our club that span the range of the average member, terrified, motivated, and aware of their shortcomings in the face of a change in their career. How do you advise them about their icebreaker speeches? There are a few things I've noticed about the first speech that a member gives. It doesn't matter how long they've been in the club, whether it's a couple of weeks, a couple of months, or even years. Stepping up to the lectern creates nervous sensations. Their heart flutters, their breath stops, their knees tremble. I don't think it's much different online. The circumstances are different indeed, but let's take a long look. It's still a first speech. No matter how well you know the audience, you're doing something new and it's intimidating. Let's compare this with any other time you speak up. You don't know how people are going to react. You fear they're going to judge you. You have no idea what's going to happen next. Icebreaker speeches are nerve-wracking. Isn't that funny? The word nerve can mean wherewithal to speak up, and nerves can mean the fears that stop you from speaking. That's the first thing that I think you should not expect. Don't expect you'll be comfortable right away. In fact, that's a good thing. You need to have some discomfort. You have to recognize that you're at the start and nobody starts at the beginning and does something well right away, especially something that most people fear like public speaking. Do perfectionists have a harder time learning public speaking? I think so. It's hard to become perfect at an art. You can be creative. You can strive and try new things and fail miserably at an impossible dream that's pictured inside your head. You judge yourself harshly for failures that are simply mistakes made out of ignorance or inexperience. This is the one reason that Toastmasters is so effective at teaching public speaking. We're going to give you the floor and the space to stand up and to fall down. Perfectionists hate that. That's the next thing I want to tell you not to expect. Perfection. You're going to be human. Imperfect. You're going to make grammar mistakes that seven-year-olds know better than to do. You might um and ah your way through two minutes, or you might go long into nine or ten minutes. So if you're a perfectionist who needs to learn public speaking, you have a bigger challenge to overcome, and I know what I'm talking about. I'm a perfectionist. Every speech, every presentation, I know exactly what I did wrong. Like last night, I forgot to look at the camera, instead looked at the faces right above my camera, so everybody thinks I'm looking over their heads. 
I forgot to give someone an evaluation form, which really stinks because this was a great level five project. And most of all, I forgot to share my screen so my audience could see my slides. You hear that banging noise? That's me banging my head on my desk. This kind of perfectionism makes becoming a public speaker harder, but it can be done. The new member who has come to us with a desperate desire to improve, I see his battle and I know how hard it will be, but I also see his sheer determination to continue to work on the skills that he knows he needs. I respect this Toastmaster so much. I look forward to his next speech and that will finish his level one in his path. We should have a party. That resolve that he has to keep going, despite his fears, is what's going to make him a leader. But I'm not going to talk about leadership to someone who is working on their first icebreaker speech. I think of it kind of like a little kid with a bowl full of batter. Have you ever seen that? You know what's going to happen. More of that batter is going to be on the floor or on the kid than will be in the baking pan. It's just too much. And there's just not the strength of the child to pour the batter without making a mess. Now, I'm not saying an adult doesn't have any strength. Not at all. They could take this. But the immediate focus we need when we coach a new member is working on their icebreaker speech isn't leadership. It's rhetoric. Rhetoric? Yes, that old-fashioned word that's usually reserved for political speeches started out as the name of the art of speech crafting and delivery. It is an art. One of the things that I don't feel Toastmasters does particularly well is present the techniques of rhetoric. Some of them are covered. They were covered in the classic education programs, such as repetition and alliteration. But there are literally dozens more. There's so much more. We use some because our language just demands it. Any language has hundreds of phrases that are commonplace that we don't even notice anymore. In English, we use phrases like similes. It's raining cats and dogs. Please do not ask me where that came from. I have no idea, and I will blame Shakespeare. We use metaphors. All the world's a stage. For that one, I know I can thank Shakespeare. But we go beyond words to how we compose our thoughts, how we work with the concept of paradoxes, two competing ideas that exist together. We use oxymorons a noun with a contradictory adjective like jumbo shrimp. We exaggerate. We use hyperbole. His joke killed the audience. Unless he's up for manslaughter, I doubt anyone died. But that's how we use language. Here's the last thing that a new speaker should not expect. You should not expect criticism. The difference between Toastmasters and most other ways to learn public speaking is immediate feedback. If you attend a seminar... Will you have immediate feedback if you even get on the stage? If you watch a webinar or a tutorial, how are you going to get any feedback at all? Toastmasters has been around for nearly 100 years, and we've learned a few things about how to give feedback to a speaker. I don't know that it's written anywhere, but it's commonly practiced, and I learned it from older experienced Toastmasters. We don't give icebreaker speeches heavy points of growth. We are to be encouraging, not criticizing. And here's the difference. Feedback isn't criticism. Feedback is one person's opinion. It's not binding on you. But learning from your audience's reaction is a priceless benefit. 
Look, merchants pay for this kind of customer reaction. It's that important and that valuable to you because you can learn from it. If you get a point of growth in your first evaluation, take it seriously. It's a sign of our encouragement and our respect that we don't hammer you on your first speech. But you may hear one point of growth, and you should consider it seriously. This is my advice to new Toastmasters as they approach their icebreaker speeches. Relax. Try to enjoy it. Take some time at the meeting before you're introduced to think about what your body is doing, not how you're feeling. Ignore those feelings and just look at your physical manifestation. Those stage fright symptoms are telling you something. And you'll do better to learn from them than to try to fight them. Make your first speech about yourself. So I get to know who you are, why you're here, what you want to learn. Tell me your story in four to six minutes. Yeah, that's impossible. Tell me part of your story in four to six minutes. Over time, you're going to watch many speeches. You're going to see people try to do things and fail spectacularly. And you'll see other people try something amazing and want to try it yourself. That's what you shouldn't expect at a Toastmasters meeting, a bunch of people pushing you down. We are here to lift you up and to help you improve. That's what I want to say to a new Toastmaster as they get ready to step up onto the stage. Giving a speech is an art. It's not a science. As much as advertisement writers and marketers want there to be a perfect combination of words that will compel every reader or listener to do exactly what they're told to do, the fact is that speech is an art. It's that unique blend of experience and words and moment. For me, that's the actual fun of speech. If you're coaching a new Toastmaster as they get ready to give their first icebreaker speeches, you're welcome to recommend Toastmasters 101 podcast as a resource to them. But what do you tell new Toastmasters as they prepare? Leave me a message on the Toastmasters 101 podcast Facebook page. Tell me, what advice do you give? I'm shifting gears right now because I want to recognize a singular event. As of the time I record this, only one club in the world has succeeded in achieving all the goals of the Distinguished Club Program, the Classic Education Program, and the Pathways Program, that's 16 goals altogether, for three consecutive years that it was possible to do so. This club is District 10's Cuyahoga Falls Toastmasters. District 10 would like to recognize their accomplishment. The members of this club have worked hard for three years to accomplish all these goals and maintain the membership of the club so they could claim to be the elite Toastmasters club, not only of District 10, but of the world. Congratulations. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Toastmasters is here to help you develop your personal art of public speaking. You're welcome to visit a club to discover the voice inside you and find the leader that you can become. You can find a club at toastmasters.org slash find a club and check us out soon. 
Most of our meetings are now online, so you can join us from the comfort of your own home. We'll talk to you again next time on the Toastmasters 101 podcast.